0: You got anything on your chest besides your chin? You better get it off.
1: All right,
2: then you asked for it.
0: Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free for All Friday means you set the tone. Sitting in for Libby's Nimer, here is Jane Brown. It is the original
3: Free for All Friday. Welcome to it. Libby is on vacation. Maybe you are as well. And you have a little time to call in and talk about what's affecting you in the news. React to what uh, has been happening this week. And as Bob mentioned, it has been a busy news week. I thought maybe we would start out by talking about COVID vaccine passports in this province. What do you think about Premier Doug Ford's hard no to issuing COVID vaccine passports in Ontario. He says the proof of vaccine issued by the Ministry of Health after you receive both doses in an email is good enough to present in any scenario when you may be asked for proof of vaccination. Otherwise, he says it's the federal government that will issue a vaccine passport for international travel. I personally, I agree with this approach. It's simple, straightforward. When we start to book flights to go on international vacations, uh, especially once you've been two weeks out from double vaxxed. Having that proof, having that vaccine passport to get into other countries, they have something like that in the European Union. Uh, they have it in some Asian countries as well. That's great. But that email that we all got after our two doses of vaccine, the first dose and then the second dose, which says what your second dose vaccine is. And by the way, all the vaccines that we are offered here in Canada are approved by the world health organizations, which basically means we can travel anywhere in the world, and the vaccines we've gotten here in Canada will be good for that travel. So if you want to prove to non-essential activities in Ontario that you have received your vaccinations, you just print up that email from the Ministry of Health and you present it. Like uh, for those people who are either teaching at Seneca College or are planning to attend as a student this fall in person, there's your proof of vaccination. Uh, if your gym requires you to give proof of vaccination or any businesses, that would be the proof. What do you think? This was the hottest topic of the week on Fight Back, so we can certainly get back into that conversation. In fact, Sita in Mississauga wants to talk about vaccine passports. Hi, Sita.
1: Hi, Jane. How i
3: how are you? I'm fine. So, what do you think about all of this?
1: But I have to give one. I have to say something. You and Libby sound so alive.
3: Oh, do we? Maybe because we've been working together for twelve years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it rubs
3: off. It, it rubs like off. This. We've we've spent a lot of time together. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway, well, we are we are all fed up with COVID. I'm having an echo.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, that maybe because you've got your radio. No, I don't. No. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Just. Okay.
1: We are all fed up with COVID. COVID has torn our lives upside down mentally, physically, financially, and the loss of precious life. If the vaccine is the only way to fight COVID, then yes to so a one vaccine passport. Ford is saying no. But a stricter border and traveler. By air and land, have to be vaccinated. That is called a vaccine passport. Right. People are, are divided already because companies are choosing to accept people in and out with a vaccine. Only people with medical conditions should be exempt from the vaccine. And again, a passport ID as the printout of the vaccine we got should be enough proof along with maybe a picture ID.
3: Right, for international travel. Okay, thank you, Sita, for calling in. There is something wrong with your line, so I'll let you go, but... I appreciate uh, your thoughts on that. If you were listening during the week, uh, we had on Jan De Silva, president and CEO of the Toronto Board of Trade, and she was advocating for a special Ontario passport, which would provide dates of vaccination or proof of a negative COVID test. This is uh, what they're doing in France, in particular in the city of Paris. They're doing this, but the premier says he's not even going, I think his exact words where I'm not going down rabbit hole. Uh, The federal government is taking care of this vaccine passport. You've got the printout from your email, and that would be good enough. But then there's the whole issue of ethics and limiting someone's freedom by making them provide proof of vaccination. We learned a lot about that from U of T bioethicist, Dr. Carrie Bowman. We can continue to have that conversation. Numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free, one 866 Let's go to Helen in York. Helen, what would you like to talk about?
4: I want to talk about the changing of Dundas.
3: Another I hot topic, yes.
4: Since I've been a child. I cannot see them changing that name. When they do this, people even coming from outside, they know Dundas. They're, when they change it, they're going to come and say, well, what is this street? We don't even know this area anymore, right? And also, the count, the city's changed it on their own. There were no consulting with the people that pay the taxes. I don't know why we weren't consulted because maybe we don't have computers, but we should have got a notice. Why do they not put it on our next election and ask people, do you want this or you do not want this? I know my area is very, very poorly serviced by Francis. We have tons of potholes on our roads. They haven't done a darn thing about it. The sidewalks are all broken and I have a walker. So I want to know how can the city spend all this money on changing Dundas Street and how the people that are living there, also the the co- consumers or the people there that are are selling, they're going to have to change all that. Is the city going to pay for everybody to change that? Who's going to pay for all this? That's a whole, whole bunch of the seniors. We've talked about this, and we are all asking the same question.
3: Okay, Who Helen, gonna- we hear you. We hear you loud and clear. You are not in favor of changing Dundas Street to another more... Uh, appropriate name for this time, an appropriate name given the history of Henry Dundas, who was an 18th century Scottish politician who slowed down the process of the abolition of slavery. It's, uh, it really is a sign of our times. We are starting to Uncover all of the truths in this country, uh, about treatment of indigenous people. And we're, we're seeing that, you know, especially last year um with George Floyd uh and mobile phones and how they capture the injustices the black people have faced for so long. Now we're finally seeing proof. And people I mean, I'm you know, I'm just laying out why we've come to this point. We have the Egerton Ryerson statue now down, pulled down outside of Ryerson University, which may have a new name because of, um, Egerton Ryerson's role in residential schools. So it's a time, it's a time to talk about what's happened. It's also a time to try to rectify and move on. And I think, you know, that's what Mayor Tory was trying to explain when uh, he and the other city councillors are ahead of the vote when they decided that the name would change. Uh, Listen, I hear you. I've been in Toronto since 1984. uh, The first subway stop that I went to, when I went from my apartment uh, at High Park Station down to the Dundas down at Dundas and Young. Um, that's where I went to school, to Ryerson. So I, I get it. I get that Dundas is so entrenched in who we are or what we have been in Toronto, but it's happening the name is changing so there's no going back now we need to decide through public consultations next year uh, what the name of Dundas street will be and what the name of city properties that bear Dundas what those places will be changed to like young dundas square that will change 416-360-0740 toll free 1866 Seven forty 740, for 740 Barry in North York, you're also wanting to talk about Dundas Street.
5: Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? you oh. be my neighbor, Jane?
3: Yes, I will be your neighbor, Barry. <laughs>
5: okay. Um, yeah, I want to talk briefly, because you've got a lot of calls there, about something that I feel strongly about. It's the Dundas Street name exchange. I simply Googled this yesterday. It's real simple to find. And it's put out by the Henry Dundas Committee for Public Education on Historic Scotland. And it says, it's got a 38-page thing. I won't read it all to you. <laughs> um, and it even has a table of contents so you can go to write what you want. And I went to this and it said Dundas was not the cause of delay, of the abolition of the slave trade. He was a scapegoat. And he was it's apparent that in 1792, Dundas was Amendment for gradual abolition was not the cause of the delay in the passage of abolition um, uh, legislation. And it's it, he was actually for black people. And we found that out through that expert that um, Libby had mm-hmm. on, which was a wonderful um, thing that she had on that day. And so what I am proposing for our people to do is um, call the number... Four one six three nine seven two four eight nine. 416-397-2489. It used to be 392, but I called, so they do listen to you. And I said, you got the wrong number. Um, And so they've changed it since then. And if indeed um, what I learned in school still stands that we are a democratic government, that means it's government by the people and for the people, then they said that they want public input. Mind you, it's talking mainly about suggestions for an alternative name. But this gives us a chance to change things. So if everybody's upset about this, then please call the number. Please put the number out. And I also wanted to ask you a question, too, if I could do please.
3: Okay, go um, ahead.
5: Um, uh, since you're a news person, I rely on you to know certain things I don't know. No pressure. Um <laughs> So where did this guy who got the 14,000 signatures get his information from? When I just Googled that, and that seems to me to be a credible kind of thing, because he uh, even okay. get footnotes.
3: Okay, Barry, I thank you for your call. We will, uh, I'll attempt to respond to that. So what's happened when that petition came forward? Um, it was considered by city staff who take the time to, bring in information around petitions, find out uh, all of the facts. So according to Mayor Tory and the councillors, city staff brought forward a comprehensive report, comprehensive report detailing Henry Dundas's role in slowing down the abolition of slavery. So that's what we know. I do understand. And Jennifer Dundas was on here with Libya, descendant of Henry Dundas and she did make a case for, um, Henry Dundas as not being as, uh, ag- against, uh, the abolition of slavery as what we are hearing now, he did represent a black man in Scotland, a black man who won his freedom in Scotland, but that was separate and apart from policy in the British Empire. So, in effect, from what I understand, he was still supporting uh, this slave trafficking and the slave trade across the Atlantic. So. That's the way I understand it. I, I'm I'm not really interested in getting into all the, the details of Henry Dundas because, honestly, it's done. Dundas is going to be renamed. Dundas is likely to be renamed in Mississauga and potentially all the way to Dundas, Ontario. So it is happening. Now the discussion is what are we going to rename Dundas Street? What will be the new name? Uh, you know, thinking about who, uh, we should name the street after that might have more relevance today in our society and somebody that we could revere and all feel good about. That's the problem with the Dundas name change. Everybody doesn't feel good about it, and we are trying to heal and move on from injustices and racism. 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-744-740. Jane for Libby, Free For All Friday here on Zoomer Radio. Let's go to Mary in Scarborough. Mary, what's on your mind?
6: Um, I have a question regarding people who are vaccinated outside Canada. My friends and I were in the States. We got vaccinated in March. But there's nowhere that I can find that those statistics can be recorded.
3: Okay, run that by me one more time.
6: We were vaccinated in Florida. In Florida. In yep. And I'm trying to find out where we can be reported as a fully vaccinated person living in Ontario.
3: Okay, so when you got your vaccine in Florida, what kind of documentation did you receive, Mary?
6: Uh, We have a card. It shows both doses of uh, Pfizer vaccination.
3: Okay, well, there's your proof of vaccine, right?
6: No, but I'm talking about the statistics in Ontario. So we have 75% or whatever vaccinated. So how do we become part of that 75% to move it up a bit?
3: Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, well, that is a good question, because you're right. The Ontario statistics are for eligible people in this province, of which you are one, but you were living in the United States at the time you got your vaccine or you, you have a home down there. What, what was that all about?
6: I was down
3: there for the winter. Oh, I see. Well, you know what? I mean, it's probably worth reaching out to to your MPP and asking if you can get recorded uh, so you're part of the percentage of double-vaxxed uh, eligible Ontarians.
6: Okay, I did write public health, and I didn't hear back from them. So, yeah. okay,
3: I'll try that. But it's a good question. Thank you, Mary. There are a lot of snowbirds uh, who were down in the United States and and in Mexico as well. We were hearing stories about uh, that, where people were getting, Canadians were getting their vaccines in the United States. Uh, so that that is a good point. Maybe the number is actually a bit higher, the percentage is a bit higher, because the eligible Ontarians who got vaxxed in the States and elsewhere, would not be counted towards uh, the final tally. Free for all Friday, 416-360-0740. Toll free, 1-866-740-4740. By the looks of the lines, everybody wants to talk about Dundas Street. Okay, let's go to Daryl in Toronto. Go ahead, Daryl.
5: Hi, Jane. How are you doing? Today?
3: Fine, thanks.
5: Okay, firstly, I got to say, I do think the whole idea of renaming it is stupid. Um, It does have another name, Highway 5, is it not?
3: That's right.
5: But I uh, think that Zimmer and Carp should get all over this and start a petition, and I have a name to suggest, and the name I'm suggesting is Robbie Lane.
3: Robbie Lane, our own Robbie Lane. (laughs) I like that. Okay, Okay. Have thank you. Thank you so much for calling. Let's go to Dundas. uh Brian in Mimico wants to talk about Dundas Street.
7: Hi, uh, you know, this is absolutely ridiculous. A waste of time and a waste of money. And the worst thing about it, it's going to set a precedent and everybody else is going to come out, oh, we got to change this name, we got to change that name. And, you know, basically the way I see it, Pierre Trudeau's me from his grave because he just wanted to commit cultural genocide on English Canada, and especially deep British.
3: Okay, we're letting you go, Brian. Uh, we're getting into um, we're getting into uh, some tricky territory there. My producers have decided that uh, you had your say. Let's go to Elaine in Trent Lake. Elaine, nice to have you here on Fight back.
8: Well, Jane, you're doing a terrific job filling in. It's always a pleasure when you fill in.
3: Well, thank you very much, Elaine. I feel like there's a but coming. Good.
8: <laughs> um, I, what I like to do is mention about Dundas Street. Well, first of all, why do you keep saying that it's a done deal? It's a done deal. It's it. There's new information coming out all the time, but I think it's a horrendous and a horrific Thing to make the businessmen and the residents and the historical documents all change for this, because it's not called Henry Dundas Street, it's only called Dundas Street, and the restaurant owners along there didn't name the restaurant after Henry, they named the restaurant after the street they're on. So, can we not just make Dundas Street generic, drop the idea of Henry, and Is it because Henry had something to do with slavery? Is this the only reason that they want to drop Dundas Street and change it because of slavery? Correct, yes. Well, what do you do about certain historical religious figures that their ideology still promotes slavery? Do we drop that name?
3: Well, we could be at the beginning of that process, Elaine. That is well, you're entirely— you're
8: going to drop Muhammad because he did all the slavery, and it's Still and ideology? And what about the poor children?
3: All right, I take your point. Everybody is very passionate about this topic. The reason I said that it is a done deal is because Toronto City Council voted in favor of changing the name. And so it has passed. That decision has been made and a public consultation process will begin next year for a new name for the street now known as Dundas Street. So that's why I said it was was a done deal. Uh, We need to take a quick break. Uh, This is exciting. It's heating up. And you're welcome to talk about Dundas Street all hour if you want. Um, There are also all kinds of other issues in the news. I'm interested to hear if you are getting excited about international travel, if you like the decision by the Trudeau Liberals to allow double-vaxxed Americans and double-vaxxed travelers from around the world to be allowed back into Canada, uh, starting mid-August for people from the U.S. and starting at the beginning of September for people globally. Uh, is that a good decision? I know there was a poll out uh, this week, and I'm going to look that up for when we get back from the commercial. Most people are in favor with Justin Trudeau on that. I will discuss in just a moment as Free For All Friday continues. 416 360 Toll-free 866 744
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Sitting in for Libby's Nimer, here is Jane Brown.
3: Libby is on vacation. She'll be back next Wednesday, hopefully having uh, some nice relaxation and rejuvenation time, as so many of us uh, enjoy the summer at this time of year. Uh, So I found the survey. um, As part of this Angus Reid poll, seven in ten Canadians want us to wait until three-quarters of the residents of Canada have been fully vaccinated before welcoming Americans across the line for non-essential travel. So... At the moment, nationwide, we are just over 50 percent double vaxxed. So will we, I guess, uh Justin Trudeau and his cabinet ministers feel and and those who are advising him feel that we will be double vaxxed as a nation, 75 percent of us, by the middle of August? Because that is the threshold that was floated by the Trudeau government, that 75 percent of people eligible in this country for a vaccine should be vaccinated before we allow Americans back into Canada for non-essential travel. Good idea um to to wait for the seventy five percent, or is that target rate uh, of mid august about right on four one six three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty well, the phones were really ringing the other day about this vaccine passport idea, and I think maybe now i 'm I'm kind of getting from you that you like the idea of having a vaccine passport, perhaps issued by the federal government uh, for international travel, but that we don't need a separate one here in the province of Ontario because we do have the email showing from the Ministry of Health that we are vaccinated once we do get the first shot and the second shot. So I'm thinking that that you like that. I, I like that. Um, and we can certainly debate that some more or we can get back to Dundas Street. It is uh, turning into today's hot topic. 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Brenda in Burlington, your thoughts?
1: Hi. um, I'm going to start off with the passport for travel. Uh, I think that's a great idea. And possibly uh, a popular tree, for Dundas Street and to line the street with those trees, I I know we're overdone with the provincial flower and the word trillium, and or the maple tree, but maybe some other popular tree. And um, she was uh, I, I I prefer
9: a, a word rather than someone's name.
3: Okay. Well, so so,
9: that's, all, that's all my comments. OK,
3: well, see, and it's great, everybody. That's the conversation moving forward. What are we going to call Dundas Street? Let's go to Ron in my hometown of Cambridge. Hi, Ron. Hi, Jane. How are you? Fine, thanks. What's on your mind?
7: Um, in regards to renaming Dundas Street, uh, um, why not name it after a veteran?
3: Say that again? Why not name it after a veteran? A veteran, Yes. A veteran. Well, and you know what? That is that will probably come up in the consultation process. Do you my, have you have, I have any,
7: any I have a suggestion. Okay. Four Canadian mounted rifle test a true named Robert Dundas. Who was
3: killed. Okay, I am sorry, we've got a bad line here. I'm not really sure. Um maybe my technical team can tell me. H- hang on. Oh, that's much better. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Yep. Um
7: there was a private Robert Dundas taken prisoner of war, and died
2: during the First World War. He lived at 677 Pape.
3: And you think we should rename Dundas Street Dundas Street in honor of this veteran?
10: Yes, and just put a poppy on it, probably save you millions
11: of dollars.
3: You know what? That's not a bad idea. Just change the namesake, but but keep the name. Yep. (laughs) That's a good compromise, Ron. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, thank you very much for your call. No problem. Let's go to Martha in Midland. Go ahead, Martha.
6: That's interesting what he just said. Yes. Because I'm calling, because my family uh, comes from Barrie, and our uh, ancestor was the second mayor of Barrie. There's a little court named after him, and they misspelled the last name. They left the E off the end of it. So I contacted them about 10 or so years ago and said, can we please have it corrected? It, it's not right. And I was told it's impossible, absolutely impossible, because all their deeds, their, their addresses, everything, their mortgages are all with the incorrect spelling and we can't change it. So how come they can change Dundas Street, which has a heck of a lot more residents, uh, businesses, etc., on it, but they can't change a little court? be accurate.
3: Martha, you bring up an excellent point. I wonder why that is the case. Let's go to Bella in Oshawa. Bella, go ahead.
9: Yeah, I just want to make a comment off topic of some of this is about the one-time payment for seniors. Yes. And I don't think it's quite fair that they're just doing 75 and up. I'm 70. I could certainly use $500.
3: Yes, that is in fact what it is. Canadians who are 75 or older as of next July will get that $500 check during the week of August 16th this year. Uh, That was what was decided. Um, You're suggesting that maybe it should have been 65 plus.
9: Yeah, I mean, I don't see their reasoning. I mean, part of what I've heard from my MP or MP was that, well, it had to do with income. Oh, And probably by that point, at 75, people have gone through their savings. I'm still working because I don't have enough savings and I don't have a pension other than old age and CPP. Right, right. So I just thought it was really discriminatory against the rest of us seniors.
3: Yeah. No, thank you for making that point. Um, and, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who share that opinion with you. It's free for all Friday, 416 740 toll free, 1-866-740-4740. And you know, uh, part of that may be because of the, uh, of the high voting percentage of people in that age group. People, the older you are, the more likely you are to vote in an election. Did you know that? And so um I just think it's interesting timing that we are likely to go to the polls this fall in a federal election and the Trudeau government is giving $500 checks to people 75 plus this summer. I'm sure the timing is, is not coincidental. Let's go to Mark in Toronto. Mark, go ahead.
11: Hi, uh, yeah, this is uh, Mark from Toronto. I'm a young guy, but I love your station and I'm about 24. Great. Um, But I think the intention of the the Dundas is uh, it's a good idea. It's a nice thing to do. But I think just it's it's for me, Dundas wasn't Henry Dundas. It's where the Raptors won. It's where I went to go watch games. It's just it doesn't really have the same meaning that um, for the reason that they're changing
3: it. I think you're right, Mark. I think before this petition was brought forward, the vast majority of people in the city would not have known the connection to Henry Dundas.
11: Exactly. And then I'm thinking, like, when does this end? Because we could cherry pick and go to every single, we could go to the Youngs, the Finches, the Shepherds, and kind of go into everyone's family history. And it just seems like I'm all for it, and I want to make everyone comfortable, but when does it end?
3: Well, well right, and I think you your opinion is shared by a lot of people. It's it you know we we do want to make people feel comfortable and secure, and um, and we want to rectify the wrongs. So I I hear you saying you want to do that, but I also hear your concern that all of a sudden there may be a whole lot of name changes uh, coming to the point where we might not even recognize our own city.
11: Exactly. Exactly.
3: Okay, Mark. Uh, great to have you as a listener to Zoomer Radio. Take care. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Gord in St. Catharines. Gord, Dundas Street. You're thinking about it as well.
7: Uh, yes. Uh, I think it's a bad idea. It's a waste of taxpayer dollars. And like uh, uh, Queen Victoria was in power at the time. Uh, what's, you know, why not change uh, the name of Victoria Avenue? I mean, she had the power to uh, make changes, and she didn't. So let's say, oh well,
3: well Queen Victoria just... didn't really. I mean, she as the as the monarch um, would have been would have been speaking with the politicians of the day, but she certainly did not have the power to make change.
7: Uh, well, I mean, she even though she didn't have the power, she did have. A, a amount of power. The gentleman that we're talking about in Dundas, did he have the power? Well, yeah, he had some power, but he wasn't totally, uh, in power at the time. So wh- what are we doing? We're, we're, we're nitpicking. That's what the problem is. We're just, we're nitpicking. We're taking little things and blowing them out of, out of portion. Um, I, I, if you took a poll right now in, in Ontario and asked people, about Dundas Street, I bet you 99% of them wouldn't know anything about it other than the fact it's Dundas Street.
3: Right. Prior to this petition coming forward, I think you're right. Uh, Thanks for your opinion. That's what Free for All Friday is all about. It's your show, your agenda, 416-360-0740. If you'd like to make a toll-free call, that number is 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Dennis in Brampton. Dennis, go ahead.
11: My comment relates to Doug Ford's position on vaccination passports. My concern with that is that we need whatever incentive possible to get as many people vaccinated as possible. I do, I want to be assured when I go into indoor spaces that others have been vaccinated much the same as I have. And if we're going to stop the spread of these variants, uh, whatever incentives needed to get it done, we should be doing it. Uh, and this particularly applies to um, healthcare care workers where I'm actually volunteering. And, if, in fact, I'm required as a volunteer to be double-vaxxed.
3: Right. So uh, you showed your proof of vaccination from the Ministry of Health, right?
11: Yeah, correct. That being said, though, they're, they're bulky pieces of paper, right? And so if I'm going to a restaurant, am I going to have to haul that out? Or is there something more efficient that can be done? I, I just think he's made this a political issue. I suspect that there are many within his base who do not want to be vaccinated. They're not in favor of it. And he doesn't want to offend them. So you're going to leave it up to the feds to do it.
3: See, I didn't I didn't get that from the comment. I got that he. what he said is that we. there already is proof of vaccination in Ontario because of those emails. And he just doesn't want to get into a whole other level of bureaucracy with a... a another vaccine passport. I think that's what he was saying. I mean, I don't think he's against businesses asking for proof of vaccination. I think he's against having this extra level of bureaucracy.
11: I I hear that. And I think that that is a fair point. That being said, the paper can easily be how should we say forged? You know, I guess the opportunity to fraud, and I think you made that point earlier in the in the week on the show that you
3: did. We did, we did. But my my point, what I was trying to say to Jan de Silva is that there could be fraud with any document, right? It's not
11: not if, it, not if it's digital.
3: Not yes, that's true. I mean, I guess you could you could show the Ministry of Health um, document on your phone, right? When you that open, would be, when, that would be great. Yeah, and when if you digitized it, the right. paper would be. I'd be in favor. Right. Okay. Thank you so much, Dennis. Appreciate your view. It's free for all Friday. Jane for Libby, 416-360-0740, toll free, 1-866-744-740. Interesting, there was a story on blog TO that uh, some good life Patrons across Ontario are suddenly cancelling their memberships after the gym chain's revelation that they will not be requiring proof of vaccination to work out at Good Life gyms. Uh, You know, how does that make you feel if you're a Good Life member? um cuz you know i i am a good life member i mentioned that on the show i think this week and i have would have no problem with printing out my proof of vaccination and showing that when i go in but they are not requiring that um would that make me not want to go into the gym because there might be some people there who have not been vaccinated well i'm double vaxed so i already feel safe um so that, that's a tricky question um which maybe requires more thought what do you think 416 toll free 866 740 4740 Brenda calling us from yes, the United hi, States how are you? hi you're calling from buffalo
12: Buffalo, New York. Yes, I listen to Zoomer radio a lot and I always try to catch the, the show, this show right here at 12, between 12 and 1 because that's where I get a lot of my information about the vaccinations and different things. What I'm learning, uh, uh, I first would like to talk about the uh, opening of the bridge. It makes no difference to me one way or the other. I, I realize, and as I tell people here, that Canada is a different country. They're another country. We uh, had the freedom of going back and forth to Crystal Beach and uh, Niagara Falls. When we were younger, until after nine eleven. Mm-hmm. In fact, whenever, whenever anyone asked me, had I been out the country, we would say no, because Canada was basically almost similar to us because we're so close. In we were just close over the uh, Peace Bridge. It wasn't until I was adult, and after nine eleven, I realized I'm going into another country.
3: Right, <laughs> right.
12: Even though they asked us the questions, we didn't look at Canada as being anything other than just. A place that was nearby, and uh, we felt at home there. And so I have to tell people when you go, when you, we do go over the bridge, we are going into another country. I understand why Trudeau wants to take those uh, precautions, and uh, we have to abide by the rule because if they come over here, they're going to meet laws that are different from, there, from over there.
3: So, what do you think about uh, mid August as a target date uh, for Americans to come over here for non essential reasons?
12: Well, I, I, I feel, uh, whatever, uh, he feel is right. And I, I think, uh, you know, it, because I don't, I don't travel to Canada as a, I don't have family in Canada that I know of. And other than for me coming over, it would be for relaxation, go to the casino or to Niagara Falls. And I, I'm very, I'm very, uh, comfortable here. So I have, I don't go over to Canada as much as I used to. So, um, it doesn't really make a difference, but a lot of, I see people who own property there and their family members are there. I know it would be, be hard, so we have to just have patience still and just wait, because we're all trying to get better, well and better, and wherever we go, we want to feel comfortable about that. Well, now, yes. Before I get off, I would like to talk about Dundas Street. I'm a I'm a historian and uh the local historian here who was honored is Eva Doyle. And when I was telling the screener that Canada... And when we give the uh, history of slaves here they would come here they would go to the Michigan Street Baptist Church that where was a, which was a hiding place then they uh, went on to Canada when they were able to uh, bypass the marshals because the marshals and different people were. Canada was our safe haven yes. and hearing about Dundas Street which I have been on uh, times when I've been in, in there I think there's some eateries on there that we used to go <laughs> to I know in Niagara Falls I, the street is very common that I've heard of right. but um I'm just. Um, I had never heard of the history of Henry Dundas before, and uh, I said I'm going to look him up and research him uh, because uh, even with um, in part of lecturing in African American history, it's even a uh, uh, frank to even know about him. I feel it would be that we should also know about him. I don't know really what his history was like. I'm hearing two different things, and and uh, but then. Uh, we, I, I'll never know because he lived so long ago. But yes. as far as changing the name, um, I'm sure that, uh, I don't know, I, I really feel once history's set, it's set. I, I just don't, I feel that uh, what they did in their past life is <laughs> their past life, you know, and uh, that's the way I feel about
3: it. Well, very interesting. Thank you for all your opinions, Brenda. It was really nice to talk with you. Nice talking to you too, and keep up good work. Okay, thank you. Stay safe. You uh, too. We Bye-bye. need to take a quick break here on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Jane for Libby. Numbers to call. We have till 1 o'clock. You can voice your opinion on whatever is happening in the news. 416 360 0740. Toll free 1 866 740 4740.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby's Nimer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Excuse
6: me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me!
0: Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Sitting in for Libby's Nimer, here is Jane Brown.
3: By the way, if you missed any of our programs this week, you can find the podcasts online at zoomerradio.ca. Or if you would like a synopsis of the shows of the week, I host two programs on the weekend, Best of Fight Back, Saturday and Sunday at 1230, two different programs, which also include the best calls of the week. We really rely on you on offering your perspective as a Zoomer Radio listener to the issues of the day 416 3600740 toll free 1866 740 4740 vaccine passports and Dundas Street those are the hot topics this week let's go to Marek. is that Marek in High Park
2: yes yes but the, I'm also in my office is on um, in the Dundas Street so I'm directly uh the you have to say experienced back with um change of the name, but uh, I would like to tell you, I'm, I'm a journalist, I have my own publication, and um, we are posing the change, and because there is the, 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 you don't see the name of Henry in front of Dundas anywhere, there is no Henry, there is no uh, Robert, it's just Dundas Street, and if you read, look in the Google Gandas is also places Scotland with the castle from the 15th century. I mean, with the, all the respect, it's good when we are talking about the history, but change the name of the city, um, the major street, uh, the, which is historical before the Canada was even a federation. It creates the chaos. It's a Bolshevik revolution mm-hmm. on 1917. So oh, this is my comment. Okay. The, the second one is. It's high park. The trees are dying because of them. The butterflies are uh, eating all the leaves. So really, the high park should be saved. The trees. So my idea is that everybody should come, and we kill the butterflies. So this way. We can save the, the trees of High Park.
3: Okay. I don't know anything about, um, any issues with the butterflies in High Park, but, uh, we will certainly look into that. High Park is near and dear to our founder, Zoomer Media founder Moses, because, um, well, that he says that that's his backyard is, is High Park, and he's been a patron of High Park for some time. So we will look into that. We don't want to hear about any. Trees dying in our favorite park. Let's go to Tony. Tony <laughs> is calling. You're just calling from Ontario.
10: <laughs> Ontario. Well, uh, perfora, anyways. The guy couldn't spell perfora there. <laughs> okay, no
3: problem.
5: <laughs>
10: okay. uh, anyway, uh, yeah. it seems to be who yells the loudest it gets the attention. Uh, we came to Canada in 59. We lived at, at Dundas and Manning until 1970, 71. Um, and what's going to happen is, I was talking to my sister about this, she thinks it's ridiculous because they can do a lot more with $7 million. It's going to probably end up being $10 by the time they're done. Um, uh, what they can do with that money is a lot better than what uh, they can do with the change. They, there's a few streets that they changed up in Scarborough, and they still call it, although it used to be, so Dundas will always be called Dundas. You could name it Gloria Street. You can name it whatever you want to name it after whoever you want to name it. But it'll always be Dundas, because it'll in all that street old Dundas. Oh, it used to be Dundas, that's right.
3: But so, don't, But it, we do get used to change. I remember, you know, for those of right. us who've grown up in Canada, and we used to go to Dominion to go grocery shopping, it took us a while to start to call it Metro. But, you know, you do you do start to make the change after a well, time.
10: I, Highway 2 used to be Kingston Road. Right. Still Highway 2 and Pickering, the one all the way to London, yep. used to, uh, not London, Kingston used to be Kingston Road. Now it's called Highway 2. People still call it oh, it's Kingston Road, the old Kingston Road. Right. You know I mean? But I'm just saying to you, the, the, the mention of it will always be on people's lips. There's a lot of people, I don't know who voted this in or out, there's a lot of people, as you can tell by your phone calls over the, the, the past month, uh, don't want it. And yet they're shoving this down our throats. You
3: know what I mean? I, I'm I'm really hearing a, a full court press against the changing of the name of Dundas Street from our listenership. And and you're right, Tony. Maybe maybe more time should have been taken. Not that the idea wasn't a good idea based on the namesake uh, of Dundas Street, but perhaps this has moved through a little bit too quickly. Regardless of how you feel about the issue, let's go to Donna in Hamilton. Donna, go ahead.
12: Hi, yes. Um, I've heard people talk about showing proof of vaccination. Well, I got a suggestion from the place where I got my second vaccination that the sheet of paper that comes out of the thing that looks like a um, 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 cash register, or even if you get your copy through the email, you can um, take it to a, a business store, like I went to Staples. They can produce it, Scan it, reduce it, and laminate it. Yes. And then I've got a nice little laminated copy that I can stick in my passport if I'm going to be traveling. I can also stick it in my purse. So I've got a laminated proof that's not going to disintegrate with time.
3: No, that's an excellent idea. And I've had other Zoomer radio listeners send me emails saying that you know that they have also laminated a smaller copy of that Ministry of Health document. So I
12: don't have to worry about the federal government or the provincial government. I've got my proof that I can show if I want to go out of the country or if I want to go to another province or wherever. Right. Thank
3: you, Donna. Thanks for You're that. You're welcome. Have a great day. You bye too. Bye. You too. A few more minutes to go here. I'll give you the numbers. Maybe we can squeeze in a few more calls. 416 360 Toll-free 740 4740 Alda in Toronto. Go ahead. Hi.
13: Hi, how are you? Fine. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm talking about Dundas Street too, and uh, something. I, I don't think they should change it. I think, uh, and uh, and the thing with uh, with with you know saying that they it's a done deal because city council votes. It. It's only like 17 people that voted to to change it. What about the other three million people in Toronto? Now they should have a say whether they want to change it or not. Maybe the it's gonna be a waste of money and also uh six million dollars to change it. Why don't they take that money and put it into programs where they can help uh certain people that was offended by this, Henry Dundas, and then uh if they have to change it, then change it into somebody like like I heard the guy said for um changing into a veteran's name and put a poppy on it, which is a great idea. But I think they should have more consultation about this and saying that, you know. Have all these? Uh, there's a lot of people in Toronto. Three million people, and I heard that the petition was for fourteen thousand people. And I think they just rushed it. And that's that's my opinion. Thank
3: you very much for calling. I do appreciate okay. do Thank appreciate your you. point Thank of view. You. That is the whole point of Free for All Friday. Let's go to John calling us uh, calling us from New York State. Go ahead, John.
2: Hello. Uh, I, I today was a good day that I could uh, receive your uh, station, and I uh, just wanted to call and. Say to you that I think uh, the passports that have the the uh, um, proof of vaccination is a great idea. I'm hoping that uh, we do the same on in the United States side.
3: So, so what do you have right now, John, to show that you've been vaccinated?
2: I just have a, a three sort of like a three by three inch card stating that uh, I've been vaccinated twice.
3: Okay, and does it have the manufacturer of the vaccine? Yes and uh and this is something that you could take for international travel as well to for proof of vaccination
2: i'm hoping to we' we're, right. we're, uh, we're hoping to uh, have the border open soon so we can come up to canada to for tourism
3: well we're looking at uh, mid-august is that soon enough for you
2: well i was hoping in july but August is fine too.
3: Right. Okay, well that's that's we just found that out last night. Uh, Justin Trudeau our prime minister just told the premiers that last night that if we keep up with the vaccinations the way they're going that mid-August we will open the border to uh vaccinated Americans. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, we'll see you next month. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. Let's let's go to um Oh, the High Park moths, right, the gypsy moths. Um, I think we had a caller referring to them as butterflies, so this is starting to make sense. Jane in Toronto, you have some comment about that.
9: Oh, hi there. Um, Thanks for taking the call. I know we're running out of time. Um, I was calling in for a number of things, um, and I was going to connect the renaming of Dundas Street, which I'm against, to the renaming of the gypsy moths, which I just heard about through the American and Ent- uh, what is it, entomological society, and I, I guess I just think we're carrying this all too far. We take a slice of history uh, and and make these changes by a few people, and uh, I would like rather than just passing a lot of renaming and rules. To have compassion taught in our schools to show young people how they need to treat others.
3: Yes. no, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, the name change—it's—it's it's responding to—it's um, responding to the history of that street. But you're absolutely right. We need to see action as well when it comes to uh, rectifying the past and moving on and making sure that children in our schools understand the full history of all of the people. We will leave it there. Uh, For this free-for-all Friday, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And uh, I'll be back with you Monday morning with Sam on the morning Zoom. Until then, Bob Compsick's still on duty. He's got news next.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air